Hello, everybody. This is JR. Welcome back to Fit Feed. We have a very good episode for everybody today. We're going to start off with uncommon supplements that you may or may not have heard of that if implemented, you will gain some pretty good results from. Um, the second topic we're going to talk about is the importance of logging everything in your fitness journey, um, whether it be your diet, your planned exercise routine, um, the current reps and sets that you can hit, and everything in between. And we are then going to end up with uncommon exercise you also may have may not heard of that will give you either a good kickstart or push you over that little plateau that you may be in at the gym. Um, and, and that's really it, guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. I am JR, and you are tuned into FitFeed. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody who has been supporting the podcast thus far. Um, You have not gone unnoticed. Um, I want to also thank everybody from the early conception of FitFeed, from online forums to the first few recordings. um, And basically, thank you guys for just supporting the, the vision so far. Um, you guys have not gone unnoticed, like I said. And on my end, I will continue to give unbiased, uncut, and uh, raw information. And uh, a, a an honest review on a lot of the fitness world. Um, fit feed is basically, I like to say, for anybody who has to step foot into the gym, um, you know, who, who makes fitness a part of their life and a part of them. Um, because we, we know that it's not something we do. It's something that is a part of us. Um, fifth eat is for anybody who is, who has to, you know, integrate lifting as a part of their life, whether it be a bodybuilder, power lifter, uh, CrossFit athlete, or, you know, just somebody who just wants to, you know, change their life with fitness. Um, I'm not an expert by any means. I'm simply a regular dude with a passion for fitness. And I want to thank everybody thus far who's been with us. And we will continue to give you guys a honest review on the fitness world. Okay. So the first topic I want to talk about are three uncommon supplements that you may or may not have heard of that if you aren't already implementing, you probably should give them consideration. The first one being folate. Folate is involved in developing new cells. Now, as you know, when you exercise, the basics come down to breaking down cells and rebuilding them. Um, Anytime you put your body under strenuous activity, the main point of that is to ensure that your body rebuilds these cells stronger and when you do that same exercise next time you'll be able to have more output with that so the reason for taking folate is to help aid in that process um folate is required to produce new dna um, with your muscle cells being dna 
that will aid in that process and help convert what's called arginine to nitric oxide, which basically increases muscle strength and blood flow. So what nitric oxide does is it helps you guys have probably seen nitric oxide brought up in, in former supplements and it basically helps increase blood flow giving you uh, when you have a pump in the gym that full feeling so by taking folate you're increasing your body's ability to reproduce new cells and to basically help build up new muscle tissue after a strenuous workout so looking to folate um I just want to preface, guys, that all these supplement reviews that I'm giving you is to not be taken as a this is what you should be taking. It's simply, as with everything, giving maybe a different view on something you haven't considered. The next supplement I want to talk about is called thionine. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, um, which is an amino acid found in tea leaves that boosts GABA. And you may be thinking, OK, well, what's GABA? GABA is basically a neurotransmitter that is linked to growth hormone production, and it helps in the recovery process, but not in the way you would think. It's more used for when you're going to bed after you've taken possibly your folate or your creatine or your protein, and you want to ensure you get a good night's sleep. And more growth hormone production has been linked to better body recovery, being able to have a higher rep range and a higher set range in the gym. So thionine is also a great supplement you want to implement. And lastly, stinging nettle root. Um, stinging nettle root is what helps naturally boost testosterone. It does this by keeping the test molecules free from what's called a carrier protein, which basically prohibits the protein from the testosterone from binding to the protein, which gives your body more free protein available in it. So basically what this does is the more free testosterone you have, the more uh, available muscle you'll be able to build. Um, what staying that root also does is it helps prevent, it helps the body, it helps from converting, I'm sorry, testosterone in the DHT, which stands for dihydrotestosterone. Um, now dihydrotestosterone isn't a bad thing. It's actually, I think it's roughly five times stronger than just natural regular testosterone. Uh, DHT basically gives characteristics like beard growth um it, when, when males to enter puberty it um aids in deepening the voice uh facial hair growth and basically it aids in the maturation process so stinging nettle root is also great for male health it um ensures that prostate health is good and it like i said aids in preventing DHT production, which is great. So in review, folate, thionine, and stinging nettle root. I encourage everybody to do their own research on these. Like I said, this is all just possible tips 
or um, supplement that you probably or may or may not have heard of that'll help you in any type of fitness journey that you have. Um, we've all heard of protein and creatine, um, BCAAs, um, fish oil and multivitamins. Um, but I believe in varying your uh, supplement intake so you can see what works for you and what doesn't. Um, a lot of common people, a lot of common supplements, like I just mentioned, are great. But if you want to possibly push yourself over that edge of being in from good to great shape um, or basically bust plateaus, hopefully these can help. And uh, like I said, do your own research, guys. And those are my three uncommon supplements that you may have may not heard of. Um, once again, folate, thionine. I, I really hope I'm not butchering that name. I probably am. And staying that root. Next segment I want to talk about is the importance of logging your progress. So this is a big one. Um, a lot of people go into the gym with, you can possibly go in with a preset routine. Like, okay, today we're going to do back. And on back, I do this exercise, this exercise, so on and so forth. Um, the importance of having a fitness log is twofold. Number one is to give yourself some written form of where you want to go and basically the path that it took to get there. So the first point in logging your progress is to track it, obviously. Um, you want to see how close you are to reaching that goal. And after a few sessions, you want to see, okay, well, last week I was able to, uh, you know, do the dumbbell rolls with 45 pounds per se. And, you know, two weeks later, I'm able to dumbbell roll, say, 55 pounds. So you'll be able to see through each exercise how you see yourself increase to that point. You also be able to measure growth, take averages and work with percentages of your weight, your maximum weight, which will aid in you being able to get a more accurate and more measured view on your progress. Um, a lot of people simply don't make progress because they don't know what progress looks like. Um, and as we know, in weightlifting, a lot of things are measured in slow increments. You know, when you first start exercising, you'll see what are called noob gains. Um, those first gains when you start exercising. But after a while, you reach what's called a plateau. And the way to get over that plateau is to measure the small incremental gains instead of those large light year gains. Um, it keeps you from being stagnant. And also, as far as the nutritional log, you'll be able to see what foods contributed to what gains. So, for instance, you can say that, OK, well, if I eat an apple and maybe a banana and a peanut butter sandwich or something, that I'm able to produce this result in the gym versus when I eat chicken and rice or oatmeal before the gym, I'm able to produce this result. And of course, it's not that simple. It comes down to your sleep, um, what kind of strength training you're doing in the gym or what kind of routine you're doing, period. 
but the importance is to just have some type of reference point in the gym as you're actually lifting so the format i like to use or that i've seen a lot of people use is that you log the exercise the target set and reps the actual set and reps and the notes on that so for instance if you say i want to do the squat i will do three sets of 10 as a target set and reps so as you're going and doing the reps you will put the actual weight you use the actual sets and reps and compare that to the target to see if you're on or off so say i do three sets of eight for some reason those last two reps that i didn't do each set will be compared to the actual three sets of ten and in the notes section i write like okay uh on the last set of eight i could have done ten but i was too exhausted so i'll save the uh the next exercise and i'll do three sets of maybe 12 to make up for those last two that i missed and that will go in the notes so this will help you in seeing your progress as it increments slowly but surely and you'll be able to get a better idea as to where you are going with a log versus without a log because without a log i've noticed that a lot of the time you'll make progress but it won't be measured so you really don't have a very clear view on where you're going and you'll kind of be in this quasi like fate like fog as to where you actually are versus where you think you are the importance of a food log is counting macros and counting your calories is good but basically just to write down what you eat every day period is a great place to start at now uh, now this gets very it gets more in depth than this but just as a basis just start writing down every single thing that you eat and you'd be surprised as to where most of your calories are coming from um, if you just eat without at least knowing what you're eating and keeping a record of it you you won't know where your nutritional value comes from and you'll actually be surprised just to see like wow okay for breakfast i had an egg white omelet and turkey sausage and maybe uh turkey bacon but for lunch okay i may have slipped up a little bit and had maybe a slice of pizza or maybe i had a, a hamburger or something like that and then as you actually record your diet you'll start to see what times you like to eat this and what times you like to eat that You'll start to see the trends that your diet has and you'll start to become familiar on what I call your trigger foods or foods that you know you really shouldn't be eating, but you kind of sneak it in there anyway. Um, so logging your, your, your diet will give you that advantage and say like, okay, well, I know I like to eat fries and I know I like to eat uh, chips and stuff. So let me keep that out of my diet and see what happens from there. Um, so that's the importance of logging, just in summation, basically to keep progress, to weigh it against actual results, and it'll give you an actual measured step-by-step -step route to get you to where you want to go.
And last but not least, the exercise section. Uh, this is my favorite. So we have what's called the Cuban press, which is a great exercise for your shoulders. Uh, most of us have heard of the Arnold press, where you start with sitting down on a L-shaped uh, bench and start with your palms facing you and you slowly lift up, turn your shoulder over and go into a regular shoulder press. Well, the Cuban press is when you stand up, you take the dumbbells resting against your thighs originally, you pull them up to an upright row, turn them up and then go into a standard standing overhead dumbbell press. Um, this is good for the outer head of the shoulder and to build that upper cap roundness of the shoulder. Um, that, that tends to be one of the hardest regions to build is that region right before your chest starts of the delt. That after a while, a lot of people see that it's easier to build the outer head, the actual uh, roundness of it instead of that inner towards your chest area. Um, so it's called the Cuban press. It's not recommended that you go heavy with it because of that turning over motion before you go into the press. That can cause some uh, too much stress and strain over it. This isn't an exercise that should be used as a main compound exercise. It's more of a secondary exercise to help you. Um, the second exercise is called the calf machine shoulder shrug. So most calf machines have a pad padded where the shoulder area goes. And instead of you using your arms, if you were to do a barbell shoulder shrug, or if you were to do a dumbbell shoulder shrug, um, get under the calf machine and without holding on anything, just simply do a couple shrugs with it just to get the motion and see what it feels like and then increase the weight and go from there to see what your target set and rep range would be. Um, the reason for this is it takes out the strain of you possibly using your back or using your arms to help raise the weight and it puts most of the strain and the focus on your traps so you can get a nice pump. And the last exercise that is one of my favorites is the medicine ball cable crunch. Um, so most gyms have a bottom cable that you can use for either bicep curls or, or any other type of curl you want to use. But a great exercise for abs, I believe in weighted ab exercises. Um, your abs are like any other muscle, they respond to heavy strain. And weighted ab exercises are great for giving you that chiseled um, cut look. And the medicine ball cable crunch aids in this by simply putting a medicine ball down on the ground and using it as if you would do a crunch, except you would pull the cables uh, like a tricep rope pull down cable. And as you come up, you would have a crunch motion and pull the cable behind your neck every time you do a rep. So uh, that's a really good ab exercise that I like to use in conjunction with like a Russian twist or a knee up or anything along that line. Um, messing ball cable crunch is one of my favorites. Like I said, the calf machine shoulder shrug is a great one. And the Cuban press is another great one. Uh, 
These are all secondary exercises to your main exercises, like the good old standing military press, the just regular shrug, and, you know, good old just crunches or the Russian twists. So that's all we have for today, everyone. Just to recap, uh, three common supplements, you, three uncommon supplements, I'm sorry, you may not have heard of, folate, thionine, stinging nettle root. Uh, look into all these yourself to see which one aids helps for you. Like I said, the stinging nettle root helps men and their prostate health. Um, so it may not be uh, that high on the list for women to use. Not saying they can't, but you know, do your own research. Uh, the importance of logging to track progress, see where you are versus what you wanna go to and how you can build from there and get an accurate view of where you are. And lastly, three uncommon exercises that you haven't heard of, the Cuban press, calf machine shoulder shrug, and lastly, the medicine ball cable crunch. Once again, this is JR with Fit Feed and Move the Needle.